Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Are you feeling a bit animated? Well, come on over to the Wicked Anime Podcast on the Nerdy Show Network a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to animation, Japanese culture, and all things anime. With a true industry perspective, we're always diving deeper than school uniforms and tentacle monsters. Join us on the Wicked Anime Podcast, nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime. It's Wicked A! The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeBear here with another episode of Flame On. It is the month of October 2019, and this is our roundup of pop culture topics for the month. I am joined by Eric. Hello. And the Josha. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And welcome and to, welcome movie to Movie Phone. <laughs> to continue in English, press, press one. one. <laughs> for showtimes in your area, please enter your zip code now. To go back to 1998, <laughs> please Aww. hang up and look at the paper. Aww. Well, it is October. We are coming off of Come Out With Pride because this year we had three different points where there was gay festivities here in the Sunshine State in the City Beautiful. And I don't think either of you guys did anything big Pride related. Oh, no. Well, you went down to Lake Eola. Josh. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I had you drive me off, and then I met up with. Uh, As we did a little fire drill around the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, just pull over. <laughs> and then I had to do a, like a U-turn in the middle of the street because we literally couldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> so I just U-turned the car, and then ended up in a, a dead end where there was a no right turn sign. I had to go back, and then everybody was just making the right, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna follow suit. So. <laughs> Without your key, I I got back to the house, and I'm like. Where's the key? I want to make sure I don't lock it in the car. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't find it. I'm like, 
I text Josh, where's your keys? Like, in my pocket. I'm like, I was like, how oh. did I drive your car home? <laughs> so, as soon as he texts me, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Because I'm, I'm thinking, oh, God, he turned it off somewhere. And I totally forgot. I spaced because, you know, I hardly ever let anyone drive my car. Yeah. So when when I found out you were home, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I know. When you said that, I was like, oh, thank God I just came home and didn't be like, I'm going to go stop at 7-Eleven and whatever. <laughs> I would have done the same thing, though. I would have texted you when I got there and been like, where is the key? Because I, I, I have a keyless entry car and the push to start and everything. And whenever I walk out of the car, it starts to beep at me. Yeah. Um, See, even if it's too. running. Mine does, too. Yeah, because the, the receiver is moving away from the car. So when yours didn't do any of that, and I started driving, I was like, okay, he just left it like in the, the middle or whatever. And, nope. But I made it home and did not <laughs> crash a car and did not turn it off somewhere and have to look back to my house and be like, here's the coordinates that you must give your Lyft driver. <laughs> well, I appreciate I mean, my phone would have notified me where my car was. Oh, well, there you go. So, But, oh, uh, good, but, I, but I appreciate it. So, yeah. So we, we dropped you off at Lake Eola. Um, so, yeah. I, was, I got down. I was trying to uh, find a way to cross the parade uh, <laughs> that was the other thing that i was like i was worried about how you were gonna I, well you could have just joined the parade that's true yeah, you just joined <laughs> it mean, for a second as you technically across. technically i should have been in the parade because uh i was supposed to volunteer with my company but then i just like ghosted them um <laughs> i know which is why when you were like ah can you drop me off at lake eola i was like uh, didn't you <laughs> not go and volunteer today but isn't that how you celebrate pride by ghosting someone or something <laughs> True, it's gay culture nowadays. <laughs> um, so I wasted probably about ten to fifteen minutes thinking that there there were like metal fences like lining the streets, and there wasn't. Um, once I got like I saw some people that were kind of in the front leave. I was like, oh, there's no gate. <laughs> and then I, and I saw people cross. I'm like, oh, I can do this. But then as soon as I kind of made my way through the little group, um, the parade like kind of reached that point so then i had to back out and then i had to to run uh, a little bit further and then i kind of got an opening and then i ran across the street um but i was there like once i met up with the group i was there for probably not even 10 minutes <laughs> and then we're like oh we're leaving and i'm like but i just got here <laughs> <laughs> they're like well bitch you late like if i knew that i would have just met where like at the apartments yeah or the condos or whatever the which would have been much easier to drop you off at right Exactly. So, uh, so how busy was it? Packed. I heard it was crazy. I yeah. saw pictures and it just it looked insane, which is part of the reason why I don't like going down there is because that's a lot of people, a lot of people. Oh yeah, no, there was, yeah. and after uh, so, to be honest, I got a little bored with the group once we went back to their friend's condo, and we were in a hallway for like we won't name names because twenty thirty minutes waiting for the person who owns the condo to get there with the key. So we're just like all <laughs> crowded in the hallway. <laughs> Ten people in a hallway at a very expensive... Why didn't y'all just wait outside? It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was cooler inside with all y'all packed in, a, in the hallway? Oh, yeah. It's AC. Oh, okay. It, it's 55 W. They're like... Oh, I'm like, surprised they weren't. They're there elevators. There weren't people are. there with fans. It's like fanning you down. Right. Um... So I got bored, and there, like I guess some drama happened with some people, and I was like, I don't know, half of these people and all the people that I do know are leaving, so I'm going to bounce. And then I went back to the park, and I, I probably should have just headed back home because it was so packed, trying to walk through the crowd like as people are getting to the concerts and all this other... I mean, the parade had long been over, so I had to just find a spot in the grass by the lake and 
chill for a little bit to wait for some of the crowd to die down. And I, side note, I made a friend with a goose. Oh. Uh, it Did was, it try to steal your hat? I wasn't wearing one. Oh. <laughs> did you um, give it a name or did it remain untitled? <laughs> it remained untitled. <laughs> I'm but, glad you went with me there. Um, I've been hearing a lot of things about that. I, I, I want to check it out. But It's $20. <laughs> I'm a little mad about that. Is it is it on the Switch or is it? Yes. On, okay, I'm getting it. Yeah, it's um, it's $19.99 on the Switch. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. Because I've seen so many things about it, and I hear it's really fun and cute. I'm just going to do it. I know, but it's $20. <laughs> so? Well, I'm poor. <laughs> Support me. indie I'm developers. <laughs> if any of our listeners want to uh, want to gift that to me for my birthday, which this drops... Uh, this drops on my birthday. Oh, okay. No, wait. When does this drop? No, it drops a week after. A belated birthday. Present. Happy belated birthday, Pat. Oh, thanks. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording super early. So it's the day after Pride here in Orlando, which is on the 12th. Um, that's partially because of the fact that Bear Bus is coming up next weekend. And my schedule gets super, super fucking hectic from Wednesday until Sunday. She's a busy woman. I'm a I'm a busy girl. <laughs> Why? What do you do for Bear Bus? Uh, oh, just kidding. Nothing. <laughs> I just stand there and look pretty. I'm like, yes, welcome, bears. Yes. Um, so we're recording this super early, so that way it comes out on time. So I'm having to remember like when this la- this previous episode in the feed just came out two days ago. <laughs> And this will come out in two weeks from now. So, so happy early belated birthday. Yes. Happy <laughs> early birthday as you record. Happy belated as you're listening. <laughs> but if anybody would like to do that, um, just um, let me know. So, uh, Eric, Pat, yes. Pat and I went to Panera yesterday uh-huh. uh, to get lunch. And he used his... Did you get the pick two? Or the... I, I did. Yeah. Um, but he, he got his... Uh, he used his Bears in the City card. And apparently they have kiosks now. Um, which you don't I, have to actually talk to him oh, about it. Yeah, nice. which I guess is the new thing. Um, yeah, so replace all people with robots. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so he put his card in, and it said, thanks, bears. Uh, and I tried to get him to take a picture of it, but he <laughs> I was missed too out. Slow. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was actually, it was really cute, because, I don't know, I'm just thinking, like, oh, thanks, bears, for ordering, like, $25 worth of food. <laughs> <laughs> My meal was less than that, thank you. It was, well, it started I, off I, 20 and then... I took off the sandwich. <laughs> They're expensive. Do they have chicken they're, crispers at uh, Panera? Their mac and cheese is so delicious. <laughs> I am a sucker for their mac and cheese. And then I saw it was a steak and uh, white cheddar sandwich, which looked delicious. Uh-huh. But I did not feel like, one, that I'd be able to eat all of that food because I wanted my mac and cheese. Yeah. And um, then it was like $25 with tax. <laughs> and I was like, that's too much for lunch. That's too much. At Panera, yeah. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I would like to purchase all of your back and cheese, but the kiosk uh, only allows me to go up to a large. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that large did not look very large, it to be did, honest. It did not. It looked like a medium. It did. <laughs> it, they only have small, a regular, and large, and that looked somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and I was very sad about it. Um, but a huge shout-out for uh, Giselle Barbie Royale as the Grand Marshal. Of the Come Out with Pride Parade here in Orlando. And a big thank you to Ross Matthews, who was there uh, in the back of the convertible waving. And a a shout out to Carrot Top because he's still alive and at the Pride Parade. We were talking. No, he just happened to be there. It's the second year in a row that he's just kind of like run into the street at the Parliament House part of the parade. And um, 
we were I was discussing it with a couple of friends recently, and they uh, they they didn't know that Carrot Top used to frequent the Bear Den. And I didn't. Yeah, no, he he used to be there all the time. I heard he always used to go to Southern. Is what I heard. Oh well, he might go to Southern also, yeah. but he uh, he used to go come to the Bear Den and just hang out in the corner and drink and get shitty wasted, and uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> Does and he still live locally? I think so. Well, that was what we were trying to figure out. Was like, you know, does he still live here? We haven't seen him in a while. Like, maybe he died. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like last year, I have a picture because I marched with uh, Parliament House. Yeah, and I was literally in like that first group of walkers in their um in their block, and it was the convertible with Carson Kresley. Uh huh. And then it was us walking, like it was me, Don, Anthony, Marla. Yeah. And we're right behind Carson and the as he's waving everybody. And the carrot we're like take the corner turn onto um Thornton is it Thornton? Over I, by like I, I, gra- yeah. old graffiti junction. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah, that. yeah that's yeah. Thornton. And uh <laughs> we're kind of at a stop and there comes Carrot Top running out to go say hi to Carson Kresley and like pictures, pictures. <laughs> So I saw pictures. I didn't go down there this was year. Was he wearing but... a tank top so he could show off how buff he is? Yes, and his rainbow headband. Yeah, he's a he's a big supporter of the LGBT what, community. Do you not know that he's built? I was that no, that was my inquisitive face. I was like, wait, when did he get built? Oh, a while ago, forever. <laughs> so I haven't seen a picture of Carrot Top in probably fifteen years. Oh yeah, probably. fifteen years ago he was built. <laughs> <laughs> I rem- okay. Although his legs are like the size of my pinky. He he skipped he skipped leg day. He did. So, the, I honestly think the last time I saw Caratop in literally anything was chairman of the board. No, it was a Twizzlers ad <laughs> from the '90s, and it was in one of my uh, Sonic the Hedgehog comics. And he had like the Twizzlers around his eyes, and I think like a devil mustache, facial hair thing going on. That was probably the last time I actually saw him. And in my mind. Um, I remember it as him being skinny, yeah, and he, awkward looking, and ginger. He always was, and then he, uh, probably about fifteen ish or so years ago, maybe maybe close to twenty, probably around the turn of the century. Which I love that we can say in twenty nineteen, like it's nineteen years ago. That's so fucking scary. Um, yeah, he he got totally ripped, and I mean he's not as big a thing as he used to be, but. Yeah, he's still he's still pretty buff. Did you just find a picture? Yes, and it was it caught me off guard a little bit <laughs> <laughs> because he still has a huge red hair. <laughs> yes. Well, well, this was the photo I. Found. Ah! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, now I see it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, is yeah. not as big anymore, but he's still definitely still, still has definition. Still muscular. Yes. Still muscular. She looking rough. She does. She does look pretty rough. Age catches up with you. And so does alcohol abuse. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but yeah, so uh, so that was come out with pride. We, uh, Eric, you were at an all-day bond spiel or spielish type thing at RD, RDB. Yeah. So no. I did all the curling. No pride. Did you at least wear some rainbow on you? No. No? no. Did, did you at least act homosexual? Did you suck a dick? <laughs> um, no. No. I don't even think there were any dicks there. I would have sucked. Oh. So I got uh, kind of sort of stalked a little bit um, while I was making my way to meet up with my friends. 
Now, granted, the guy was was pretty cute, like uh, you know, uh-huh. um, bearded, bearish daddy guy. But like he kept, he, I I don't think he broke eye eye contact with me the whole entire time. But I'm walking by, and at first you see someone, you know, they're making eye contact with you, and they're you're, they're checking you out, and you're like, oh, cool, you know. And of course, you do that second take to see if they're still looking, still looking. But then I kept walking, and then I looked again, still looking, hasn't broken eye contact. After I get far enough, I start noticing he's getting closer. And I'm like, I need to cross the street. <laughs> did Nothing you, did like you a not segue. want to suck a dick yesterday? Uh, girl, I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> There's always, There's always time, time for a dick. Co- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cocktail would have... Oh, we could have worked that up. Damn it. <laughs> Stepped on that joke. My bad. Womp womp. All right, so let us dive into our topics. Let's get a little news-related, and let's get polit. Oh no, wrong podcast! Wrong <laughs> podcast! Breaking news! <laughs> don't don't want to get any uh, copyright infringement or anything. <laughs> I don't need Willem in Alaska <laughs> and Dipper Tina. Why are you stealing our bits? <laughs> <laughs> and Dipper's gonna be like when this drops. Dipper, I think, will be in Key West, so he'll be in the same state as us. 47 hours away in the same state, but, you know, still in the same state. Uh, so, Eric, what is the first topic you would like to present to our listeners? So, Blizzard Entertainment, the makers of the MMO WoW, as well as other games like Overwatch and Diablo, there's some controversy going on with their trading card game, Hearthstone, because... For the Asian Grandmaster Tournament, the winner of it, after winning, decided to put on a mask and chant freedom for Hong Kong. Which then led them to take back all his prize money and suspend him for a year, I believe. Which threw everyone into a tizzy, like, protect free speech! So now... Enlighten us a little bit on this freedom for Hong Kong and why this is such a big deal. Well, I believe this all goes back to, um, I think, the the prime minister of Hong Kong. Sure. What's the leader of Hong Kong? President. President, prime minister, something like that. I believe it's president. Yeah. Tried to put into action an extradition treaty thing to send prisoners to China. And people didn't like that. So there's been protests going on in Hong Kong for a long time, getting very violent down there. Lots of people protesting. So China, of course, is very defensive about it, as they are wont to do. And China has a lot of money. So companies don't want to really piss off yeah, China. A they- lot of uh, organizations depend on a lot of that money to keep their pockets lined. Yeah, I mean, China pretty much makes everything for yeah. us. Yeah. So put those tariffs on them, including our smartphones, <laughs> our livelihoods. Uh, I'm surprised they don't own us, to be honest. So yeah, a lot of people, a lot of uh, people who use Blizzard products are protesting them now and canceling subscriptions, and it's just a big to do and. Blizzard's not the only one dealing with China right now. There's something going on with the NBA in China. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. The Houston Rockets general manager sent out a single two-short-sentence tweet 
that caused a ginormous crisis for the NBA. And he literally tweeted, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. And China flipped their shits and basically was ready to like write off the NBA. They uh, painted over the Houston Rockets logo in one of the gyms where the logo actually is present. Uh, they were like threatening to like uh, ban airing the games in China. And the NBA was like, here, take our apologies. This is, uh, we didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. They had him deleted, apologize. The NBA was fucking like, they they cowered to China and the potential loss of income from from the from China. And Apple did too. I mean, granted, Apple has all their products made in China, mm-hmm. uh, but that's where my new Series Five Apple Watch is coming from. <laughs> unlike some other companies, <laughs> but who make the screens for those Apple phones. But Apple actually removed an app from the Apple Store that the Hong Kong protesters were using to locate the police in Hong Kong to then Yeah, go, that's crazy. Yeah. To then avoid confrontations or start confrontations. One of the two. Uh or both. Yeah. Porque no los dos. Yeah. <laughs> but circling back around to Blizzard, um Ooh, it's so cold. I know. <laughs> Are there Toros in the atmosphere? It's burr, it's cold in here. <laughs> it's already been brought. I can't. <laughs> Awkward <laughs> silence uh, for BJ. Um, but Blizzard is having their big convention coming up uh, next month, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of protests or just if there's just decreased attendance. Uh, but yeah, that's very starting off political and all that. Jazz. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, yes, getting political in our first topic. Thank you, Eric. Josh, what have you got for us as your first topic of this episode? So, I am going to talk about Carnival Row. There's a row of carnivals? Yeah. I'm so excited. For a second, I thought I heard you say Carl Rove. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Carl Rove. I'm like, we're staying political. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't even know who that is. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, nope. <laughs> okay. So, a row of carnivals. Is there funnel cake of these carnivals? There is not, and I'm very disappointed. Damn it. And I've asked, dogs? I have asked for a refund, but oh. Amazon Prime just refuses to give me one. They said, bitch, we give you a lot of other shit. You could not have your funnel cake. That's true. They give me two days free shipping, so I guess I can't complain too much. I could purchase a funnel cake and then have it in probably the hour, actually. Probably. But, uh, I, I mean, you could also probably order a funnel cake making kit. That's too much work. But then you can make multiple funnel cakes whenever you wanted to. I don't like funnel cakes that much. Oh, <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> I'm not a huge sweets person. so no, Neither am I, but funnel cake. It wasn't until last year that I had my first fried Oreo. See, I'm not a huge fan of those. I enjoy them very much. I will admit, I thought it, I don't know, it just, it, the hype was a little bit more. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, and I dropped one of them on the ground, which is oh. sad. But womp, uh, womp. yeah, they're expensive. So Carnival Row, Carnival Row on Amazon Prime, Prime uh, Video, yas. It has Orlando Bloom, uh, popularly known from the Lord of the Rings trilogy as Legolas, and uh, or his leaked penis pictures when he was out on the 
thing uh, with Katy uh, Perry. Wakeboard or so, board. <laughs> I, I had to look that up, and I just found out about that maybe a couple months ago. Cause oh. I, I know. I Girl. Yeah. Put a Google alert. <laughs> hey, Siri. Celebrity penises? Yes. <laughs> uh, I will put a Google alert for David Harbour. Um, anyway. So... <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Roll it back to Stranger <laughs> Things. As I wear a Stranger Things t-shirt or uh, button-up. Um, so Orlando Bloom and uh, Cara Delevingne. I I think that the the casting, the two of them as the the main characters are are they very good choices. They feed off of each other very well. Um, and it's kind of set in. Uh, I mean, it's its own setting but it's it's in the style of like a 1960s victoria or not 1960s 1800s victorian london okay what's uh, it about tell me i've so, never i've never seen it. i've heard good things about it but what is it tell tell me about it sell me on it tell me all about it tell me something <laughs> so so it is about a human detective and a fairy uh, rekindling a dangerous affair in the Victorian fantasy world where the city's uneasy peace collapses when a string of murders reveals an imaginable monster. Ooh. Ooh. I'm intrigued. My interest is peaked. It's really good. Check it out. Um, it's, I think, 10 episodes. Okay. Maybe 13. Um, it's not, it's, it's one, it's like the new standard now for, for a lot of, Shows. Yeah, 10 is kind of, it went from being, like, your regular broadcast television was a 22-23 episode season, unless you Beverly Hills uh, 90210, in which case you have 30 episodes in a season. I'll never forget that now that... <laughs> it's back. That Well, no, the trivia, the trivia night, when it premiered, we were in a tiebreaker situation, and uh, they were like, how many episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 were there? And I was like, okay, well... It was like nine, at least nine seasons, like 20 episodes each, 23 episodes. So we guessed, and it was super low, and it was like 900 episodes, and we guessed like 600. So from that, it went down to about 13 when Netflix yeah. and like the streaming services started coming around. And now they've seemed to kind of understand that maybe there's still a little too much bloat in there. And if they streamline it down to 10, it gets a bit, you know, better. And I mean, the production cost goes down because you're cutting out three episodes and you're still getting, you know, the same hype as yeah. if it's 13 or, you know, more episodes. Because a lot of these streaming services don't need it to be. They're not making extra money off of you watching more episodes. They're making more money off of new subscriptions and more people getting into the service. So if they only have an eight or a 10, because even some of the newer ones, like The Politician, um, is only an eight episode season. So now it's kind of becoming a little bit more bite-sized in a way. Yeah, see, <laughs> compared to the old school like television seasons. Like I, I still like the twenty-something episodes on occasion because you know when you really get into a show, you you don't. Oh yeah. You don't care about the fillers. You just you want to watch it. Exactly. Um, but I feel like removing a lot of the fillers, I am totally comfortable with like thirteen. Yeah. No, I I feel I, like 8 is like an appetizer and then you just get angry because you're still hungry. It depends. I think that an 8 episode season can be good if it's done well. I would agree. And, but I, if and I just looked of... it up and Carnival Row is 8 8 episodes. Oh, it's, it is 8. Yeah, it's it eight. just depends if they fully told the arc of the story. Yes. Yes, that's the thing. And a lot of what I've been seeing also especially with like uh some of more the cartoons on netflix the animated i don't want to say cartoons that sounds 
derogatory and dismissive of these programs. But the animated series on Netflix, like Voltron, uh, Shira's season two and three, they're basically taking full seasons and cutting them in half and saying, okay, well, here's season two, here's season three. So you're almost able to put them out more. Yeah, quicker. And you're getting a, a quicker turnaround because it also leads to, all right, well, if you get good buzz off of this six or eight episode season, more people will start subscribing. And then, okay, it's four, five, six months later, here's more of it. And it's like, oh, I heard about that, that really good buzz about that show. Let me subscribe or let me start a trial. And that's getting more subscribers in because now it's going to become a huge battle over that marketplace. It used to just be Netflix, and then it was Netflix and Hulu, then it was Prime, and now you've got Apple uh, with their streaming service. Disney's about to launch their streaming service in yep. about a month. You know, there's it, all NBC with the Peacock, cock, cock, the Peacock, <laughs> cock, cock. CBS All Access. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a it's lot. It's getting of, ridiculous, to be honest. Uh, it, it's it's going to end up being cable again. Pretty People much. People are going to go back to cable because, because you're going to spend more the, money. It, exactly. On all these other yeah, streaming services. You cut the you cut the cable to save money because you're spending all this on all these different, you know, all these channels because you want to watch one show and now it's the same thing except now you're just having to do it with multiple streaming services because of these, you know, the exclusivity of well, if you want to watch Stranger Things or Sabrina, okay, well you got to go to Netflix. You want to watch the new Star Trek series, which I've heard is fantastic. Yeah. Go to CBS All Access. You want to watch, you know, uh, WandaVision, which I do. You're going to have to get Disney+. Plus. And, I mean, Disney, at least with the controlling stock in Hulu, has their bundle, bundle. package that for twelve ninety nine you're getting Disney+, Plus, Hulu with ads. And it's, not, and it's not Hulu+. Plus. It's regular Hulu, which means that any new episodes for current shows, you still have to wait a week. So, in that case, they're not getting me wait, on that bundle. Wait, you have bundle. to wait a week now instead of a day? Hulu Plus is a day. Hulu, it's a week. It's always been a week. I, I've been on the Plus uh, with with no ads for such a long time, I don't even remember. Girl, remember your roots. Remember <laughs> where you came from. That was that was. The thing. I remember the ads. Uh, well, I mean, and I have live TV now, so when I'm watching a show or like um, where you have to wait till a certain point, like your daytime shows are available 8 p.m. that night. Mm-hmm. Anything primetime is available at 5 a.m. the next day. Mm. It's now available to me right away, but I'm watching live television with ads. And I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Or even just watching television again with ads that I can't fast forward. I'm like, yeah, I find this very awkward now. (laughs) Like, I don't understand this. But yeah, no, it's. Well, with Disney Plus, honestly, I find that it's actually a better deal to, to get it separately because they've been doing some promotions. Uh, where if you you can get three years, I think, um, you have to purchase it at once. Oh yeah, but it comes down to less than four dollars a month. Yeah, because I mean, you think even a year because it's six ninety nine a month, but or then like sixty nine. No, no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you yeah, get 60, like two months free. Yeah, it's six ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine for the year. So it's like what we were talking about um, with Wild Presents Plus in our last episode. You can either pay three ninety nine a month or thirty nine ninety nine for the year, so you get basically you're saving two months worth of right. price by doing and a it's year. And it's a pretty it's a pretty good deal. I think it was like a hundred and a hundred and sixty nine yeah. for for three years. I I believe if uh I did the if I remember correctly, one sixty nine. Yeah, 
169 for that's not bad uh came out to like 464 um a month but that that was a pretty good deal and then you you know keeping well not the hulu plus with tv but just regular hulu plus without the ads i which, which i think it's like 12 13 bucks no actually no, i think it's probably 15 13 51 with tax yeah so for, for hulu with uh no ads hulu plus with no ads so i feel like between that and then averaging Oh yeah, no, you know, I, I absolutely agree. Like, yeah, if you're gonna do that, and then you, even if you're spending the seventy dollars for the year, it's not a bad deal. But then when you tack on all of the other stuff, because Netflix is seventeen and change per month, mm-hmm. uh, you get CBS All Access. That's you know, however much more. While presents plus, because now you know, we're watching all this other stuff. It's it, it adds up very quickly. I'm starting to think that maybe it's a conspiracy, <laughs> like the the cable companies. Um, even though some of them have been purchased and acquired by larger companies like Disney. Um, what if it like deep down there's like six heads in this higher office? They're like the ultimate bosses, and they're kind of like you realize there's only like five people that control them. True, yeah, like ninety nine percent of the money in this country. So, so pretty much. So we'll say the big five. You know, they're they're like, oh, we're gonna get people to do cable again. Launch a streaming service. Launch another one. Launch another one. Exclusive, exclusive. People will get so tired of spending all this extra money, they're gonna come back to cable. Wow. I don't even. I don't even think it's gonna be that. I honestly feel like cable will dismantle, and those those companies will focus on their streaming services that yeah. that way. And I mean, you already see it in. CBS All Access, NBC has one. Yeah, they're coming out with it's called the Peacock. Oh, okay, really? Um, yeah. oh. I HBO with their HBO Go, Go, yeah. and now and is there like a HBO Max that's going to be launching? There, uh, I think there's another sure. there, but like there's all these different ones that literally you don't even need to have a cable like focus on cable yeah because they show all the stuff that you would see on t- cable anyway exactly so if they it basically is just that next iteration of all of this and i mean it's almost it's like a sling tv version of cable is what we're kind of progressing to in general and i mean well we all sit there and go okay oh it's only seven dollars a month or it's only four dollars a month. only <laughs> take my money but next thing you know, like, you're spending like there's 15 subscriptions that you have and it's like well fuck okay apparently i'm spending that 120 dollars a month that i was on cable and watching pretty much all the same shit yep but with that said i'm I'm excited to check out some of that stuff. So, and I've I've heard great things about Carnival Row. So, yeah, the, it might be the next I, on my I list. We'll say stick with the first episode and a half, two episodes. Um, it does get it, it is it starts off a little slow, um, but then it just picks up the pace and it becomes really enthralling. Um, I, I went through five seasons of Gotham. I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> I, I still have to watch the fifth season. Um, but I I think the the anime like the special effects I think are really great. I think the acting is great, and I think you know when the story really kicks in, it's I I think I binged it in a couple nights. It's it's definitely worth a watch, and I'm excited for season two. Cool. All right, so I will take the next topic. My first topic is going to be one that I'm gonna say isn't my favorite, and I've got my reasons, but we're gonna talk about it anyway because that's what we do. Batwoman. Mm. Batwoman has premiered. It is October, which means it is CW, WB, UPN time for their shows to premiere. And we are, tonight will actually be the second episode as we record. By the time you hear this, a third episode will have dropped. 
And I was... Underwhelmed? Well, I was part of the, the people, I think, originally, because I was never... I, I wasn't a big Ruby Rose fan. Yeah. I'd only really seen her in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And I didn't love her character in that. And I, I don't say that as anything about her as a person. I just did not like the character. So when I heard that they were bringing Batwoman in during the crossover and they were going to be doing this whole thing, or was she in the crossover? Yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. in the crossover they, from the yeah, last Yeah, they backdoor season. piloted through the crossover for uh, for last season. And I was like, okay, uh, the, the outfit looked fantastic. Everything that they had shown from still footage, I was like, oh, okay, she looks good. Let's see how this goes. And the crossover was really good. And then we got to this premiere. I don't understand how you backdoor pilot a show and have her in and established as Batwoman. And now you're taking us way back. And I get that you want to set up and you want to show us how we got there. But dear God, it was so boring. (laughs) And it was so just... So this wasn't necessarily set up like Arrow where they start and then they like have in a flashback, flashback no. throughout the season showing nope. how he came to be. Would no, you I have wish. preferred that? Well, yes. would you prefer that or would you have preferred like the, the pilot of the actual sh- season started sometime after the crossover, but then maybe a couple episodes in, you get the whole like pilot backstory in like one episode? I would have preferred the Flashbacks. Arrow method of like, okay, after the, the crossover or in that same time frame, so she's the Batwoman that we've seen, but no, like this is um, Kate Kane as not any type of superhero, not knowing anything about Batman and his secret identity, none of this, and it's this whole setup of this woman that she had a thing with and then gets kidnapped, and it's this whole, my daddy didn't love me, <laughs> oh, uh, my sister is possibly dead maybe she's out there somewhere which i didn't realize that kate had a sister but uh, i'm now not is, a big is, dc fan is so. kate an actual character from the comics kate Kane, yes. yeah batwoman okay yep and she is bruce's cousin i is it batgirl that i'm thinking of that's jim gordon's yes daughter yes, yes that's okay uh, that's barbara gordon Bar- yeah barbara uh, that's the only one that i i knew of yes i didn't know there was batgirl a is well. gordon's daughter okay batwoman is the lesbian who is bruce's cousin his mother's brother's daughter. Which makes us absolutely nothing. <laughs> I just can't. Wait, it's it's somewhere through Martha, because it's Martha Kane was her Where did you get that name? <laughs> it's the whole it's the whole thing. But uh it has a it has the potential to like be so much more and it just felt so flat. Flat and boring. And they're setting up that this villain like there is no I want to say set up. Uh, by the end of the episode, this villain, who I guess is going to be the villain of the the first season, there was this whole big premise of like her and her sister and her parents were in the the car and it was going over the bridge and Batman came and saved them and then he left and he thought that it was the secure that he had secured it with the bat grappling hooks and it didn't. But Kate got out and then the car went over the bridge and she's like, "Batman I'm killed my family." Trying to find my sister and. This villain throws a dagger and it misses her and it sticks in the wall. And she's like, oh, look at this jewel at the end of the episode. She's, and then it's the same jewel that was in the her sister's necklace. So it's like, 
okay, so this villain is her sister. Like, there is no real build-up to it. It's just so just kind of laid out there for you. What is this, a telenovela and comic book Kind world? of. Which, so, I mean, most comics are. They're very exaggerated, and they're very over-the-top, and they're very dramatic. But this was just so... Nobody cared. So how many? Epi- <laughs> so cared. how many episodes do you think it's going to take for them to get to the point of the timeline where the I crossover think... happened? Beca- oh, God. because because we have crisis coming up, right? Yeah, and, and won't she need to be current? God, I hope so. I didn't even think she'll, about it that have, way. She'll have to be. F- well, not necessarily because if we're showing the past crossover to the well, new crossover, I mean, it depends because they could. This could live outside of this season's timeline which obviously last year's crossover did because we already know that that world exists and we already know that kate kane with the red wig and everything so literally she stumbled on the bat cave and so batwoman ba- is not the same universe as flash arrow no, no she they're, is they're, it's Supergirl that's in the is universe. in the past okay so what the story that we're telling right now can still go on they can pause in essence have the crossover and then continue on that story we don't need to have the crisis on infinite earth story be a part of her whole season i can hope that we don't drag this out especially if you're not going to try to play up the mystery of who this alice is and maybe condense it down to okay like a good place three or four episode arc where Here's this story. And then it it's like, oh, okay, you know, five years later. Because she, th- she had this guy who I don't know who this man watching the Batcave for the last three years. Because Bruce has been gone for three years in this in this world at this point. Where she did he t- go? It, he left. And she had this guy modify a Batman suit to fit her. Which I don't know how you do that with that material, but I'm not a seamstress, so I don't know. But she doesn't even have the red hair at this point. Like, it's so weird. It's so bizarre. And I don't know. Maybe it'll get better. Um, But at this point in time, like, I'm almost scared to continue watching because you know me and my completionist ways. I'm going to start watching this. And then I'm going to be like, why am I still watching? And then five seasons later, I'm going to be like, thank God Gotham's over. <laughs> <laughs> I still need like, to watch but you're watching season. Batwoman. I'm like, thank God Gotham's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I don't know. I'm looking so forward to Crisis on Infinite Earths. So looking forward to it. Apparently, Michael Keaton's Batman what? is coming back. Tom Welling's I, Superman yeah, I did from see Smallville. Tom, Tom Welling, yeah. and they've got Brandon um, Routh yep. as Batman. Uh, Superman Returns Superman is going to be part of this. Yep. Like, this is going to be so good. I'm very excited for it. And I read an article, I think, that with the crossover, Smallville would have been made canon with this whole Arrowverse. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't read the full article, so I don't know Which, the, I mean, the details. But it can, because our current thing. Superman is not part of the Arrowverse. Because Supergirl isn't part of the Arrowverse. Originally. No. She's no? not part of the Arrowverse. Oh, because a, a she's different, on a different, different She's world. on a different Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Flash ended up over there by mistake. Like right. they, he, I'm thinking of the Arrowverse like, just as far as... Well, the, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as far as... like Right now, Arrow, 
Flash, Batwoman, Legends, and Batwoman are, are the, same the same Earth. Our yeah. Earth. Black Lightning one. is it? I Earth? don't think so. I'm not sure about that. They've never really confirmed or denied it, and he's not been part of the crossover. So I'm not sure where he sits. And it might be it might be a Supergirl world. Which one? Black Lightning. Oh. Oh, yeah. I saw a, a stock photo uh, or like a promotional photo for the crossover. I saw Black Lightning in the... So I, well, I mean, at this point, there. they're pre- basically bringing... Every, although I wonder if Legends will sit it out again. I don't know if they will or not. Because if Brandon Routh is going to be Superman, yeah, how, uh, that I was, mean, he that could was, do a dual role yeah. and be that Superman That was a question on one. for me. Yeah. But I think, well, actually, I think he left Legends. No, he's still there. Who left The show Legends? itself? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's still on it. I, th- I thought I read there were two cast members leaving. I don't know. I haven't kept up with it, and I don't... I have, have not watched any of the I haven't watched the, the most recent season that's on Netflix right now. I haven't watched it. He was still on it as of the end of the the okay. season. So I know they got rid of uh Firestorm. Uh-huh. Yeah, well they killed um Professor Stein. Stein mm-hmm. and then uh Jackson left. Yeah. 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 It's gone through some issues. Or not issues, it's gone through changes and I I've, I've never been a huge fan of Legends, so I don't keep up with it as much. It kind of comes up and down. Uh, I thought the second season was a lot better than the third season. Kind of, yeah, was this, a little clunky. This for last me. one was based off of uh, them finding the ramifications of all of like the the messing with time. Uh-huh. So they're finding the mythical creatures and a unicorn biting a nipple off, and yeah, I think that's first episode Female of this new season. Female presenting nipple bitten off by uh, wild unicorn. <laughs> Breaking news. by Tumblr censors. <laughs> by Tumblr censoring unicorn. It wasn't a female presenting nipple. Oh. It was a male presenting a nipple that could have been female because nipples are nipples and not gendered. But anywho, so I, I Batwoman is so far snooze for me, but Crisis on Infinite Earth is going to be a huge yay for me when that comes around. I just I hope that it's going to be as good as it's getting hyped up though. The last, definitely the last crossover, and honestly, I think even the one before that. Um, was a crisis on Earth X? Yeah. And then what was last? I can't remember what last year's was called. Um, but those were both really good. I thought the last crossover was kind of meh. I liked it. With the the storybook guy. Yeah, I mean, it. Maybe it was just the conflict. I I felt was a little. Might have been the resolution. It yeah. felt like a little just like, Mah. but I yeah. thought that overall it was pretty good. And I also don't mind when Legends sit out the, the crossover, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I, I think I think there's been so much lead up to this. Um, maybe not since the since Arrow started, but this has been like one of the central figures in the background of the Flash since season one. Yeah, and has I, been I, this I feel, crisis. I feel like this this Crisis on Infinite Earths has like a massive cast, kind of like a Avengers level, but with B actors yeah my only fear is that there's gonna be so many people and if you're only doing like a four episode arc that a lot of this is almost a lot of it's just stunt casting for them to incorporate them and be like oh look there's this and then because you can't you have four episodes 40 minutes each so you're 160 minutes uh, that's two hours 40 minutes total runtime roughly 
and all of the story and all of these characters, you're not going to spend a lot of time with them. And they're building up this Tom Welling Superman, Brandon Routh Superman, Michael Keaton's Batman. This like, like you know, it just it worries me that we're going to get all excited like, oh, this is going to be like, there's going to be all this stuff, and it's going to be passing glances. I just want to see more Ray. As Superman? No. no. As Ray. The gay one from the uh, the crossover. The uh, Russell Tovey. Uh, oh. The Ray. The Ray. The Ray. Uh, that's I, what I said, the Ray. You say you want to see more Ray. Oh, I meant the Ray. I, I was thinking <laughs> Ray Palmer. <laughs> oh, no. Who is the Adam who is going to be Superman. Oh, meh, no. Anywho, the I Ray. mean, Brandon Routh is pretty, so I mean, I don't mind seeing more of him as well. But Chia- I'll take more Russell Tovey as well. She all right. Espe- especially uh, with uh, Snart as his uh, Zlava. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So, uh, WBCW UPN has uh, mixed feelings in my bag right now. If you are enjoying what you are listening to right now or any of the shows on the Nerdy Show Network, then we ask you, our dear listeners, to help support us in our quest to continue making this fine podcasting material for you. You can do that in a couple of different ways. One is by going to our website, flameonshow.com, and following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. You can scroll to the bottom and find the chicklets to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Tumblr, I think is still semi-active. But follow us on your favorite social media platform. Tell people about us. Share what you find fun and interesting and uh, some episode links and get people involved in listening to our show. That always helps to keep us going. You can also support us financially. You can be our virtual sugar daddies and stuff dollar bills and our virtual G-strings. Hey, daddy. I miss the days when that used to be your closing with uh, Jared talking about putting money in our virtual G-strings. <laughs> but we <laughs> there are two different ways you can do it. If you're enjoying the Nerdy Show Network in general, you can go to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and support our parent podcast company, Nerdy Show and Omniverse. Or you can head over to our specific Patreon and become a patron for our show. That is at patreon.com forward slash flame on show. And there is some goodies up there, including a little uh, laugh by our pal Eric, ready for you to download. Uh, There's some other audio bits and bobbles up there. There'll be some pictures coming in the near future. But there are four different levels you can join at. So pick the one that suits you best and help us continue to make this fine, geeky podcast. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, it's time for round two of our pop culture topics. We're going to go back around the other way. And I'm going to throw it over to Josh for our topic number deuce. So, let me tell you about this second topic. It really grinds my gears. (laughs) Is this how Sue sees it? This is... (laughs) (laughs) Let me just tell you, I am not joshing you. I am not joshing around. So, uh, Pat, Eric, and I, although Eric has been um, quite absent... He's abandoned us. ...lately, you know. And my therapist says I have a lot of abandonment issues, (laughs) and you're not helping (laughs) I don't have a therapist, but I know I have abandonment issues, <laughs> and I cry myself to sleep at night. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you can live with yourself, and I hope you sleep at night well. I anyway, how do thanks. you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pat and I have been playing Pokemon Go, and uh, he has been able to continue his. Uh, what, what is it? Special research? Yes. Yeah, special research. <laughs> so the most recent one is, uh, the, what was it? Uh, a Thousand Years year slumber. slumber. Yeah, I don't even remember the name of it. I'm so mad. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> so so bitter. So bitter. Uh, watch out, children. That's a lot of sodium. Uh, so. <laughs> Would you like some water? You look a little salty. <laughs> so. I have been on a uh, thousand year slumber since it was dropped, which was how long ago? Uh, probably about um, five-ish weeks ago. Yeah, it's been a hot uh, minute. You're on the second test, so you at least got through the first one. The make a new friend or make three new friends and whatever. That was the first one because you got the lures. This is step yeah. two. <laughs> Out of eight. Yeah, but number eight is... There's nothing to it. Or seven, there's nothing to it. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so part of of this research is you have to cash three Whismers. And I don't see any. It's very It wasn't just you at first. Because when they dropped this research, it was right before, I think, the Water Festival. And it was literally, they dropped it at like 4 p.m. on Thursday. And at 4 p.m. on Friday, the water festival started, and Wismers disappeared from the wild because it pretty much all went to like water spawns. 
So people were like, wait a minute, where did they go? There were memes that had Wismer on the side of a milk carton. It was like, have you seen me? I have not seen that meme, but I need to go look it up You now. need to. It was phenomenal because people were freaking out. And I luckily found mine fairly quickly. <laughs> I was mad because I literally was driving home from work. And there were some, and I didn't bother catching them because I wasn't at that point. And the next thing I know, it's like, where are all the Wismers? Well, that's cute. I'm not about <laughs> everybody else right now because everybody else has probably completed it. Ooh, so salty. So, uh, even well, you know they have if they're wearing a Jirachi t-shirt because that unlocks in the store once you get them. I should take a picture of my face right now and have you put it on the plane. He is Haven't you been doing that all podcast, though? Ooh! Uh, shade! Where's that shade button? <laughs> it's on our soundboard somewhere. Oh, damn. Come on, producer. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, Pat and I were driving around one day. I think when the research actually, shortly after it began, I found one and it ran away. I was super mad. I've only have one. I need two more. And while it has been weeks, it's definitely been over a month, uh, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we were going to a, a EX raid yesterday, and one of Pat's uh, Pokemon Go friends that he goes uh, raiding with, she even asked me, "Oh, did you catch any whispers?" I was like, nope. And she is letting me know that there were spawns everywhere near her house. As well as everybody else is telling me, oh, I'm seeing them all over. Well, I'm not. And I'm pretty positive that Niantic uh, has some beef with me right now. And I don't know why. Because I give them my money. And I play like a good consumer. And on top of your lack of Whismer finding, yesterday was Community Day. <sighs> with Trap Inch, the ground type. Is he ground type? Uh, yeah, it's ground type. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, normally... Josh and I do well. Well, we go and we are, we're a two person community. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Because Eric doesn't. Uh... Eric's not community driven. No. I had stuff to do. Oh, know, whatever. whatever. You haven't been out with us in like. I had to throw rocks at houses. <laughs> I think the last com- uh, community day Eric came with us was. Torchic? I mean, I did Torchic, yeah. So probably that was the last one. <laughs> or was it Lotad, which I think was before Torchic? I don't remember doing Lotad. Okay, maybe it was Torchic. Lotad wasn't a community day, I don't think. Yes, it was. Was it a community mm-hmm. day? Oh, okay. Yeah. I always figure, because sometimes they do, like, we're going to do a special research day. Well, now, now I'm Because Clan Pearl was a special research day. Lotad might have been the same. No. No, I think he was community. Uh. He was something. I remember him being something. <laughs> You've got me questioning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 89% positive. But it was Trap Inch Day, and we usually go out, and we, go, we usually do like Eola. But yesterday yeah. was come out with Pride, and everything was, you know, blocked out around there and with so many people, and I was just, I was not personally feeling it. I would, uh, have, I would have been pushing people if it's like, uh, bitch, you need to move. I am trying to get, you know, some shiny Trap Inches here. Well, and the thing is, it's so tough to maneuver around like Eola that, that way during a non-Pride Parade type day, because there's usually some sort of 
festival or thing going on down there. So we've either got to maneuver around it like last time. Oh, yeah. Um, we had to go. We got to a point. There was a, a checkpoint for the Puerto Rican festival. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we had yeah. to like go out, go walk up to the, yep. the, the sidewalk. I was feeling and very excluded. It was it was so weird. And I was like, that's my people. <laughs> Apparently, you had to buy a ticket. You couldn't just be Puerto Rican to come in. And uh, that's what we found Josh and Alan. Right. Yeah. And they came. They, we made a little group, and we were doing Deoxys raids and whatnot, um, except for the one that I got excluded from because everybody got in there, and nobody was like, we're lobbied. Next thing I knew, I didn't have enough time. But anywho, I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we usually do pretty well. Usually Josh beats me. It's not a competition, but but I usually win, you know, except for Mudkipta. Um, and yesterday, I beat your ass horribly, hard, yeah. horribly. You pounded it. How? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am That's a top hot. now. <laughs> uh how many shinies did you get? <sighs> One. Are you joshing me? I'm not joshing oh. you. And what is our normal goal? Uno. What is our normal goal for uh, community day? Well, you like to get at least three. Uh, uh, you do too, bitch. Oh, no. I you like want them. a shiny family. See, I don't really care about the shiny families like you do. I just want them because I hoard them. Like, uh, thinking <laughs> like to they're gold. <laughs> yeah, like thinking to myself, ooh, I'm going to run into someone who's going to have something I want. And they're going to be like, ooh, I need a shiny. And I'm like, you get a shiny. You get. A sh- I want to be the Oprah of shinies. Which so is I how I get... got my shiny Metagross. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 Which is why I hoard them and I get as much as I can. <clears throat> So well, you got 412 shiny cast forms. So hold on to those. Stupid worthless thing. <laughs> Puff of smoke. Yeah. So, uh, wasn't really like I'm a say I'm sad and mad all at the same time. I know. I was. I was very. I was very sad every time a, another shiny popped up on my screen. I think you got like 10 to 12. Uh, between the two accounts, I got eleven. Okay. I had eight on my main account and three on my baby account. Yeah. So I was able to make a shiny family on both, <laughs> and have some extra shiny trap inches to trade. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna find uh, Arrow and go up to her with my my uh, trench coat and be like, "Shiny trap inch." <laughs> hey shiny kid. slack off. <laughs> hey kid, you looking for some shinies? Shiny mudkip. So that's so Pokemon Go. I like that. I like when we do little, you know, grinding my gears <laughs> topics. <laughs> this is fun. Things that make you mad. <laughs> so, if there's any Pokemon Go players out there, drop your friend codes uh, on our uh, social media, and uh, we'll we'll be Pokemon friends. Yeah. Especially if you live far away, because we like long distance gifts. Oh yes, we do. Because I like to trade them. I need to start trading them with my my baby account, and then get rid of them. I have so many baby Pokemon. That have come from either um, uh, Australia, the Australia area, from up north. I like. I'm Crikey! Just... <laughs> well, it worked out well for World Tourism Day and getting my first ever Zangoose. The task was trade a Pokemon ten thousand kilometers in distance. Do you have any extras of those, by the way? What Zangoose? No, I only got one. Damn it! I made sure the last night before, like. Um, when I was driving home from work, and the next day was going to be the last day for World Tourism Day tasks, I had to set out and like I literally 
found one on one account and doubled back to open up my baby account and spin that same one so I could do the trade and get it on both of them because I was like, I want a Zangoose. I wanted a Zangoose for so long. And every, anybody that goes to Japan brings them back. And like, I'm not good enough friends to not have it cost an arm and a damn leg. <laughs> so when I saw that in the Eastern hemisphere, if you got that, it was a Sviper. Because they they switched hemispheres. Yeah. So it, whichever one wasn't available in your hemisphere was what the reward was. So over here, it was Viper. Over there, it was... Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. Over here, it was Zangoose. Over there, it was Viper. And then they unleashed the shiny Vipers and shiny Zangoose. So I was like, I at least want one. Yeah. That's another thing that makes me a little salty. I was on a phone that week. So <laughs> I didn't get squat. <laughs> So sorry. So, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> so Pokemon Go. Drop your friend codes. Let's be friends. Tell us about your shiny hunting adventures. Any of the I got a shiny Shuppet recently. On my baby account. I mean my baby account. It's gotten all of the wild shinies lately. Magikarp. My Magikarp, my Shuppet, my Pat Rat, my uh, my Mewtwo. You got a my, shiny Mewtwo on this? On my baby account. Yeah. I had a shiny Giratina on my baby account. My baby account gets all the fucking shinies at this point. Now I just basically am keeping it as a shiny farm. Well, Niantic, if you hear this, uh, I will not be creating a baby account in sheer spite unless you give me whismers and allow <laughs> me to complete my research. Because Thanks. my baby account's almost done with the Jirachi quest. Uh. <laughs> I only have like three more days of spinning Pokestops. Yeah, just rub salt in that wound. You're welcome. Add to the salt. Just call me Morton. All right, so Pogo is your second topic. Eric, regale us with your next topic. So Disney has a habit now of turning their attractions in the parks into movies, some which are successful, like Pirates of the Caribbean and Pirates of the Caribbean. And Pirates of the Caribbean? And some yeah, the third one was okay. I was like, and some that aren't yeah. as successful, like <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I actually like the first three. The rest kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I forgot it was a, an attraction, because he's like, attractions in the movies. I'm like, what? Besides this this one that he's about to talk about is an attraction. Oh. Um, they did um, Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, I totally forgot about that. That was like 2003, 2004. Yeah, yeah. they did The Haunted Mansion. Oh, oh I forgot Murphy. about that. Was a oh, I don't, clearly I don't go to Disney often, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember these things. Um, they did Tomorrowland. Oh my god, that was more recent, and that like flopped, didn't it? Yeah, that had with George Quaid Clooney. Or was it? I thought it was Dennis Quaid. No, no George Clooney. Jo- oh, I think Dennis Quaid was in it as well. But George, but George Clooney, Clooney was, was main. the main character. Him and was it Hailey Steinfeld was the girl? I don't remember. Oh, was that where Hailey Steinfeld? Is she a Disney girl? No. Like a Disney Channel? No. no? no. Uh, but they're, they're trying to do it again. They're trying to recapture that magic. <laughs> uh, with, with another water-based with, adventure. <laughs> get them back on a boat. The boats work. Uh, <laughs> with Jungle Cruise. Which is so weird. Like It's not <laughs> an attraction that I would ever expect to turn into... A, a, movie. a movie like anything other than what it is yeah well i mean yeah um 
So it's starring Emily Blunt as this Indiana Jones slash Tomb Raider. Oh, she's the Lara Croft of this adventure? Yeah. Interesting. Let's just say this is the only reason why I'm going to be watching that movie. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I just know she's in it and I love her. Um, so she is trying to find this magical, mystical tree in the Amazon that has healing properties. Um, so they're finding the fountain of youth in a tree form? Exactly. Wow, this is very Pirates of the Caribbean. And The Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, please. The Rock. Is <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. DJ, as they called him on the Titan Games. Why? I don't know. But I like the Titan Games, so I'm just no. saying. Okay. I'm excited for if they do a season two. What Titan game? The Titan Games on NBC. Oh, oh, oh. Like the, uh, it was almost like American Gladiators yeah, yeah, style. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know Sean. Unlike Spartan Race, which did not get a second season. Or no, it didn't get a third season. I'm caught up to speed. Yeah, there you go. Anywho, carry on. The Rock, he's in this. Yes, as the captain of a jungle cruise uh, operation, which he tries to swindle people out of their money by basically, he is basically... A con man who sets up these jungle tours akin to the current jungle cruise in the parks with a bunch of cheesy stuff, Schweitzer Falls, the backside of water, um, <laughs> Shiesty. actors he hires to be the natives. Uh, the backside of water. Now have, it's the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> ha, have you ridden the Jungle Cruise many times? Okay, so you know how like a lot of these rides. I've never ridden the Jungle Cruise, so like yes. a lot of these rides, uh, you know, have these whole stories where a tour guide character, you know, kind of like oh blah blah blah. And right. Here's the, a, so do they incorporate like a, I guess like the base story from the ride into the movie? Well, I mean, the Jungle Cruise attraction is a two week adventure down various rivers of the world. Oh. Where you start in, in the... what ten minutes? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Two week adventure here in ten minutes. We exactly. defy time here at Disney. Uh, well, I mean the the cast members when someone asks, "Well, how long is this ride?" They have to say two weeks because that's how it is in this field. Yeah, for theming. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's just a bunch of cheesy. So if I jokes. hopped on it now, I miss my birthday. Yes. Damn. You time travel. Damn. But so. Emily Blunt hires Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The Rock agrees to take Emily Blunt down the river uh, for a lot of money. Because <laughs> he's no cheap prostitute. <laughs> she expensive. Yeah, yeah hot call hooker. <laughs> and then actual danger awaits them. Ooh. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. So, so what did you think of the trailer? I think it looks a mess. Oh, really? Will you go see it, though? Probably. Because <laughs> you a Disney gay? <laughs> yeah, even though I never saw Haunted Mansion, because that looked ridiculous. Actually, that wasn't bad. bad way. I don't think it was bad. Was it bad? I've never seen it. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a big movie person, remember? Oh, true. You still haven't even watched Pretty Woman. <laughs> it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu TV. Sorry. So just because he hasn't seen Pretty Woman, he's not good at movies? <laughs> oh, no. Constantly, I'll ask about a movie, and he's like, nope. Gotcha. Nope. Nope. 
nope. Just Pretty Woman seems to be this long-standing one that he keeps telling me he's going to watch. And then, uh, Well, no, because you're like, this is my favorite movie. I wrote a dissertation about it. I'm going to make you watch it. And then we try to look it up on Hulu, and it wasn't on Hulu. but <laughs> well, it, it was, but you needed live TV to, to yes. watch it. And I mean, this was like, what, six, eight months ago? Yeah, probably longer than that. So... It's a long running. It's a long running joke between the two of us. I'm surprised because I I've seen a lot of positive review, like commentary about it on my Facebook. I haven't watched the trailer. I'm gonna it's watch not, it here shortly. It's not usually something that I would want to go see. I'm not a huge Disney person. Yeah. Um. So Disney attractions being turned into movies isn't my normal like genre of movie so i mean i don't know interesting but you'll 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 see it and you'll review it and you'll tell us how many flames you wanted to set the boat on fire with yes (laughs) set the boat on fire (laughs) well i i do notice that they're doing this thing with their their attractions and i don't know why now i i haven't played kingdom hearts 3 um like bj played it i think um Mm -hmm. but i did notice in the trailer for that they turned uh, some train attraction. Um, Big Thunder Mountain. Is it? Thunder Maybe. Mountain? Probably. I don't know. There's like a locomotive. Uh, and then they have the teacups and. Uh, oh, so it's probably Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, maybe that's... it's. Oh, well, I was gonna say maybe it's Thunder Everest. Maybe it's Thunder Mountain. Um. Well, I Spa- mean, Space Mountain. No, I don't know. No, Big Thunder Mountain's in Magic Kingdom where the teacups are. So I figure it's probably all related to that one park. Oh, gotcha. So. Yeah, they they started making their attractions as like these special attacks or something. From what I can tell from the the trailer, it looks weird. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe their attractions aren't getting a whole lot of attraction. I think they just want to use their own properties as uh, instead of having to go out and buy any sort of intellectual property, like uh, having to. What's the word? Buy the rights to a book or do the licensing so, yeah. for for that. Yeah, that way, or, if it's their own uh, original uh, IP, they get to keep all the money for it. Yeah, and I mean, at this point, wherever that intellectual property came from, at this point, Disney owns it outright. Yeah, because now any of the movies or any any scripts or anything that they bring on board, you're buying that script, you're paying that person out, you're doing all this. So, I agree. I mean, it's a way for them to be able to do it. But I mean, with a couple billion dollars coming in off of these Marvel movies, they got the money to spare. <laughs> exactly, feel like they should have a little bit of money to spare. Be like, all right, we'll try this. But I mean, who knows? We'll see if it's good or not <laughs> when it comes out. <laughs> we'll wait for your reviews because I doubt I'll be the one seeing it. So that is, uh, yeah, the the Jungle Cruise. Yes. All right. So. My uh, second topic, I've got to talk about it because, I mean, this is like the third month in a row that we've done it because it's finally 12 weeks has come and gone, but the X-Men are now about to begin a new dawn, the dawn of X. 12 weeks of Jonathan Hickman's House of X and Powers of Ten have come to a conclusion and if you are expecting any real solid answers, wrong place to go. Because this is not a limited series that is just a self-contained limited series. 
This sets a new status quo for the X-Men in the world of Marvel Comics. And like any good, you know, lead into a bigger world, you're not going to answer everything right away. You're going to have these things that are going to be kind of the building blocks and planting the seeds and uh it set a stage that we weren't necessarily expecting to have sure but i mean there was sort of an end to an arc right well yes yes okay so to then set up the dawn as we discussed in previous conversations with this powers of 10 focused on four different times you had X Zero, which was um, X Men Day One. You had X One, which was ten years in the you know in the future of that, which was quote unquote present day. Then you had X Two, which was a hundred years, and X Three, which was a thousand years. We learned that X Two, the hundred years in the future, was Moira's ninth life because they had there were through two timelines that they kind of shrouded in mystery. Her sixth life, her ninth life, and then you kind of figured she was living the tenth life because that was the House of X one. And like as as Oral and I looked through the timeline and it described everything, that's the only one that showed Proteus, which is her her mutant child, and like it kind of all fit into what it was. We learned so we learned that X two was the hundred years in the future. It was the Apocalypse War. That's where she had aligned herself with Apocalypse, kills Charles and Magneto. And we found out that basically that life was trying to figure out when Nimrod was put in, was put online. And then that timeline went away. Wolverine killed her. Cool. Done. You knew what that was. That was the end of the ninth life of Moira X. We get to Powers of Ten Six, And... We finally got back to focusing on this thousand year in the future timeline, which was very much focused on the human and mutant population, basically organic life having to evolve and assimilate into computers. Like technology has is is that final step in evolution. It's the assimilation, the what the quote unquote ascension into the phalanx, and it broke down like basically how everything is like a computer inside of a a larger cog and that the phalanx is like this massive collection of computers or or data so in this final episode of powers of 10 which is the cap on everything we start to get more information from the librarian he goes into this like little almost like a little prison it's like a jungle-ish area and you see that Wolverine is there, because that bitch still alive. It doesn't look like Old Man Logan, which I thought to be very odd. And then somebody else comes out, and it took me a second because at first I could have sw- he said something about you're the same bloodline. I was like, wait, what? Who? What? And it turns out it's Moira. And this the librarian goes on about how it was never mutant kind's right to them be the 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 next step in evolution that both humans and mutants stopped evolving that they have built technology up so much that biological evolution doesn't need to happen anymore that humans and mutants 
built technology, we stopped evolving because to evolve, you need to adapt to your environment. We adapted our environment around us. And that was the next step in evolution. So it wasn't a matter of the machines or the humans killing the mutants or, or any of this. It's technology. It was time that was going to eventually kill us all. And that, that was what brought about this, the, this machine evolution. And that basically sets her onto a whole, like this, her basically breaks her of like, oh my God, I've been going through all of this. And this is like, this is where it ends. It's that we were never going to win because technology is what's going to be the downfall of us. So they get that information and Wolverine stabs her, kills her. And thus ends the sixth life of Moira X. So the thousand year in the future storyline was her sixth life. So now you get this whole turn of you thinking because it shows year zero, year 10, year 100, year 1000, that these are like progressive storylines. And it actually, it kind of was in reverse. Yeah. And I'm almost kind of scared to see that X zero is actually going to be a different timeline. Like that's going to be the 11th life. And that's going to be, end up being like the final one. But we have gotten to the end of house and powers. So now the dawn of X starts, we get X-Men number one, which is the summer's family book. Um, that starts, I think there's going to be a Dawn of X book because now the reading order shifts out of House and Powers to Dawn of X, X-Men 1, and then each of the six books that are coming out, Marauders, uh, X-Force, um, Fallen Angels, like all these come out and they're in, you know, they're each week over the next six weeks, we'll have a new book launching. And then it's, you know, obviously that's the reading right. orders as they come out. So we got some answers. And we have all of these seeds that have been planted through the sinister tidbits. You know, there's a, like blind items. We have we had Sabretooth, who was the first mutant to stand trial at the Quiet Council. And they decided that he can't be trusted and that uh, because mutants are the only ones that can now try mutants. They're, they don't apply to human law. They go by mutant law. And the first and the greatest of these laws is that you can't kill a human. So we have Victor Creed, who is now being basically put up on trial in front of this uh, quiet council. And they're like, well, you're obviously guilty of all of these things. And we don't allow for jails on Krakoa. So we're going to send you to something worse. And basically Krakoa opens up and they just put him into Krakoa. And he's in like a living tomb. So he's now encased and he's alive. And he knows that they, like time is passing, but he can't do anything about it. So they basically banished him. They've exiled him into the Earth. Wouldn't that be considered jail? I guess, but it's not an actual jail, so <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, that's that. Um, and then the other like big kind of thing that came out of it is that in this current timeline, uh, they think Moira's dead. Everybody thinks Moira's dead. But there is one place on Krakoa that nobody is supposed to go, and it's Moira's no space. And that's where Moira is, because they had to think that Moira was dead. Like, that's how this was going to progress. And they apparently, like, Magneto and Charles have to, like, keep this going. And uh, they make a point of saying that uh, one of the things that they had to promise Mystique was 
because now that we know that they can revive or, or bring mutants back to life, that destiny will get brought back to life. And Moira is adamantly against it because they don't want any precogs on Krakoa. Which highlights the fact that... Was Destiny the only precog, though? That I know of, yes. Was it Blindfold a precog? I don't know. I thought she could see the future. But she's dead. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I Well, she died in the last X-Men run. Oh, okay. Before all of this, so they may just keep her dead for the time being. Oh, okay. So you know that there's something else under the surface of all of this. Plus, Destiny and Moira are entwined, as they made a big deal about when destiny and mystique killed her in her third life because she was trying to make the mutant cure yeah and they so they're like entwined so it's it's all this craziness so there's a lot under the surface of all of this so it's going to be very interesting to see how all of these now uh six titles that are spawning into the dawn of x will handle all of these different pieces and how this whole thing is going to go. And honestly, I am super excited and super stoked for it. It's been an amazing 12-week run. So if you haven't read House and Powers and you've listened to me ramble about it, um, you're spoiled on a lot of things. <laughs> but go and read it. Because even knowing these things, go and read it. It is a phenomenal piece of uh, of artwork. Just those 12 issues put together are phenomenal. So are you going to be keeping up with all six X titles? Uh, I'm going to start. Yep. with it and see how it goes and see what I need to and because I want to see where some of these like blind items I want to see where Inferno and Madeline Pryor fit into everything I want to see what the deal is with a potential third or not third a potential fourth and or fifth Summer's brother obviously that's going to be the X-Men book because that's the one with Corsair and uh, Vulcan and Havoc and Cyclops and Jean and Rachel and Cable and Wolverine <laughs> the seven summers and wolverine so i i'm i'm going to start with it and we'll see uh we'll see how it goes but right now they've got me hooked i'm i'm ready for all six books to be fantastic so that is house of x powers of 10 and the conclusion dawn of x comes out next week along with x-men number one so when you're hearing this that'll have been last wednesday and um, I forget what the second book coming out is. So two of the Dawn of X titles will have already been released when you are hearing this. So go get them. Support your local comic shops. And um, go buy the physical copies. And if they don't have House and Powers, I'm sure that there will be a trade paperback coming out. And actually, I will probably look at buying that as a trade paperback. I would not mind having those 12 issues put together and maybe a little, you know, some extra, extra stuff if they put it in there. Well, if you've gotten this far, we are so thankful to have you listening to us. If you're enjoying this show and any of the other shows that we have put out there for you, then go check us out online. Follow us on all your social media platforms. Go to flameonshow.com. You can scroll to the bottom. All of our chicklets are there. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. There might be some other things that we do. I don't know. BJ has a TikTok account. Go find him. We see those videos a lot. We are listener-supported entertainment, so if you would like to support us, then head over to patreon.com forward slash flameonshow and become a patron today. You can join at any one of our four levels, and uh, you will help us to continue making these shows for you. All right, boys. It's the final segment of this show. 
This is our one-ups. These are the things that are giving us life. Life, 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 life. <sighs> and don't fuck it up. Uh, we are going to start with Eric. What is your one-up, Eric? My one-up this week is the current season of The Great British Bake Off. Woo! Yay! I have not been able to latch on to it, so I'm glad you are. Um... Uh, are you current? Yes, I am current. Okay, so you saw Festival Week. Yes, I did. With all the gays wearing their rainbow How? shirts. There was only one wearing a rainbow shirt. Oh, that's true. But Michael <laughs> Michael had that striped shirt that had multiple colors. I don't know. We, I this, mean, are, this, we, this, are we assuming a sexuality? Because, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. But I just... Have they, have they said anything about a partner? Have they said no, anything? No. I guess I'm just projecting but you're just hoping <laughs> you're like if you're out there <laughs> follow me on twitter i mean they didn't show him on one of the previous weeks cuddling on the couch outside just the uh henry and what's his name the guy who wore the rainbow shirt who there was cuddling yeah oh i need to go back and watch the cuddling yeah it was just a very short shot of the contestants out on those outside benches waiting. yeah yeah huh. I miss that. I li- I literally have not been able to like really latch onto any of the contestants. Normally, there's one or two that I'm like I would get invested in, and it makes me want to watch. And like I've had to go back and rewind because I've been like, oh shit, we're already at the end of the the technical. Like, what was this supposed to look like? <laughs> the one where the judges walked out of, where literally Paul walked in, and they all did not look right. Yeah, and Paul turned around and walked out. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, what? Oh, wait, what happened?" And then I was like, "Oh shit, what are they supposed to look like?" Because I realized I was on my phone, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. not paying attention. But anywho, so tell us more about this season. Um, it's fun. It's just a typical season of uh, Bake Off, but I like it. It's just good, heartfelt TV. Of course, it, oh, just... it, it is such a delightful show. It's like holding a warm mug of hot chocolate. Just ready to sip it. Just the little, ah, with cozy. The little nipper of Bailey's in there? Yes. Who um, are you who are you pulling for in the season? Uh probably Henry. Henry, the one who always wears the the tie. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Was he was that the one that just got Star Baker for Festival Week? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Um and I like Steph too, the one who had Starbaker three weeks in a row. Okay, yeah. But she's not super excited. She just bakes well. Yeah, I mean, it, I I say that none of them. I don't latch on to them. I just think it's more that there aren't anybody, there aren't any contestants that I'm really like. Oh, I don't think you should be there. Yeah, nobody has that kind of outstanding personality. Yeah, they're just all they're just all pleasant. The one with the rainbow shirt that was cute. Yeah. He's adorable. I mean, the other boys are cute. Like, oh, look at these little boys. Like, they're so adorable. That boy, I would, I would, I would, I would suck his dick. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, that's. So the Great British Bake Off is giving you life. And that is, uh, that is Netflix's first foray into episodic streaming. That's new episodes every Friday. Which, I mean, it is nice that they're releasing it as the season goes. Is it actually in time with uh, the BBC? Yeah. It's oh. W- it's within the that's week. awesome. I mean, it's not the same day it comes out on the BBC. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, this is a family network. We do not need to be talking about BBC. 
Listen, there is nothing wrong with some big black cock. Or three. Or four. <laughs> four is more. <laughs> I just wanted to rhyme. <laughs> so every Friday on Netflix, go check it out. Josh, what is giving you life? Halloween prep. Is that like a special flavor of prep that comes out this time? Like, is it ca- is it candy corn flavored? It, it is pumpkin spice. <laughs> oh my god! Have you have you seen the picture of like pumpkin spice shivata for the basic bitches? No, no. there is a there is There's a picture. Actual, yep. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I'll have to find it and post it on the Facebook page when this drops. So. Um, I can't believe there's actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, I derailed you. I'm all thrown off now. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? All right, so Halloween preparations. So um, that's all us gays do. Uh, we we munch, munch butt. butts and celebrate Halloween. I like it. Uh, I'm not munching any butts as of right now, but I am definitely uh, going to be celebrating Halloween. So <laughs> I have... <laughs> With those surf shops, he might be munching butt soon. Right? Oh, I completed the thirst. Thirst. The thirst crap. Thirst crap. The thirst trap photo, and I tagged uh, Flame On Show. There you uh, go. And tagged it. So it's on the the Instagram page now in the tag section. Um, anyway. So <laughs> I've been uh, preparation, prepar- preparing. God, I'm like all source of derailed now you're all you're all twitter pated about halloween twitter pated uh i am excited for halloween i love celebrating halloween it's like one of my favorite holidays i love decorating um so i've been finding a lot of cute stuff at uh, target and uh some other um places so i i have a house that i am able to decorate the yard and i haven't actually done that before so that was pretty exciting oh i know I got a scurry tree, and I got some skeletons coming out the ground, and some pumpkin lights. It's all cute. <laughs> uh, and in preparation for Halloween, I've also been listening to a lot of Halloween-themed music. Uh, one particular song and artist I'm not going to mention because Pat's going to bring it up later. I don't want to steal her thunder. Exactly, because I will reach across this table and slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Don't be. Let me have my moment. I will have you let you have your moment. So um, I I let some of it play for Pat yesterday while we're uh, dry, well attempting to drive very slowly. Apparently, I'm not very good at it. Your uh, car's too fast, even at idle. <laughs> it really is. Um, so I played some Kimpetris. She has a Halloween-themed album out. Uh, Pat didn't seem too thrilled about I don't understand it. I don't I want I want less I want less auto tune and <laughs> computer modulation. But yeah, so Halloween theme music, uh there's a Halloween album from Lovecraft. I've never heard of Lovecraft before aside from um HP Lovecraft. But uh there's a This is Halloween volume 1. That's been really getting me moving. Uh so check that out cuz that's really catchy and entertaining. Uh, you have special artists like Ghost Malone and Scariana Grande. It's uh, an album for the season. <laughs> Those fucking names. I love the names. You shut your mouth. Those are <laughs> funny. Uh, that is Halloween, as Josh's one up. Decorating. 
and music. Uh, what is Kim Petras's album again? Uh, Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights, and the uh, the one with the punny names. Uh, that is this is Halloween Volume One by Lovecraft. Very nice. All right, so spinning off of that, in essence, because it's really not Halloween, but it works so well for it. If you've listened to the show before, you've probably heard me talk about Haley Kiyoko. I found her. How did I find out about her? I found out about her through uh, Curious. Oh, NPR. That's how I found out about Haley Kiyoko. Uh, two summers ago, they did an episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour where NPR Music took over the show and they did their search for the song of the summer 2018. And they basically each got to, each member of NPR Music that was involved got to pick or give their pick for what they thought was song of the summer. And Eric knows about some of these songs because those four songs that I really clung to became my uh, my go-tos in Provincetown in 2018. Yes. <laughs> so uh, that's how I I found Ape Shit by the Carters. That's how I found High Horse by um, Casey Musgraves. And then one of the song choices was Curious by Haley Kiyoko. And I ended up listening to her album Expectations and just was floored. Uh, fantastic album. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. I haven't listened to this much lesbian music in many, many years. I think since probably the early 2000s when my Melissa Etheridge phase ended. <laughs> I was going to say like Melissa, Melissa Etheridge or... Uh, Melissa Etheridge and Sophie B. Hawkins and like that. Then I fizzled out of that. It, so is Haley Kiyoko a lesbian? Uh, yes. Oh, I don't know if she good com- for her. completely identifies as lesbian or if she identifies in a different way. I don't want to assume. Uh, but she's all about the ladies. Um, all about them tacos. Her, like, her album art for... This new project. You know, I did see that, and I didn't even notice that that was a woman. The um, Her album art for Expectations is her on, like, a, a chaise. Um, chaise lounge? Yeah, like a like a, a sofa chaise. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a dressing chaise, I should say. Yeah. And, like, scantily clad, and there's a, a woman, like, looking at her. Like, you're looking at her through the eyes of the woman, because uh, you see, like, the lady legs that are sitting there and whatnot. Yeah, and... If you watch her music videos, you watch the music video for Curious. has a phenomenal scene where she brings uh, the the girl that she's singing about, who's there with the guy, uh, into the bathroom. And they start getting all hot and heavy. And then she's like, ah, I'm just going to stop right there. And she gives her blue ovaries. I don't know what the lady def- like the lady equivalent of blue balls is. So I just went with blue ovaries. Blue ovaries. <laughs> blue ovaries. Blue ovaries. Uh, but she... The other day, on October 9th, I find myself battling constantly discovering who I am while battling new demons. Every day is something new. Sometimes it's scary to face head on as it challenges us to be braver. Maybe our brains just tick a little differently. Maybe we have a monster inside our head trying to distract us. Maybe we are always looking for a reason to run. Whatever it may be, this internal struggle is what makes us complex, special beings who deserve to find strength. Because we will. So, as a tribute to this journey, I'm going to release a collection of songs from now through January. This project is all about these feelings. I've been learning to embrace because they are what make me, well, me. 
and it's dedicated to you. I hope you love them like I love you. Introducing, I'm too sensitive for this shit. So this is this new project that she is put out into the world and going on tour with, and I'm super stoked about it. And I'm going to give you all just a little taste of the first song to come out of this project, I'm Too Sensitive for This Shit. Which is on my Halloween playlist. Yes. Because, again, it has a, a spooky vibe, but at the same time, really just helps to feel the uh, internal struggle and uh, mental health struggle. So this is called Demon. So that just made my day when I watched that lyric video and heard it. And it's such a great little song. So check it out. Demons by Haley Kyoko. That is giving me life. All right, y'all. This has been a phenomenal roundup of our October pop culture moments. We thank you for listening to us. Josh and Eric, thank y'all for joining me. And uh, we will see y'all next time. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.